This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Andrew Collins Show. I'm your host, Andrew Collin. Got a fantastic show for you today. Real quick, Chicago, April 28th, 10 p.m. I will be at the IO Theater headlining. May 10th, I will be at the Orlando Improv. May 11th, I will be at the Tampa Improv. Yes, I am coming back to Florida, to my home state. I'm very excited. Uh, I think I'm going to jet ski there from California. I'm pretty excited just going around uh, Texas. I think that how, that's how it works. Uh, great show for t- you today. We have an amazing guest, a very requested guest. A lot of you guys are probably thinking, is it Elon Musk? Is it? Is he here? Uh, no, it's better. Uh, Rusty. Rusty is here. Yes, my ex-business partner. Um, still good friend. I think we both single-handedly took down the real estate market in 2008. We talk about partying. We talk about uh, just... The crazy shit that happened those four years where we went from having no money to what we thought was all the money. And then Brenna joins me. We talk about having sex in front of the mirror and how my body um, is disgusting and I can't handle it. Um, And then we talk about self-driving cars and then we ask each other some questions and we find out, do we love each other or do we hate each other? Uh, It's a great show. Thank you again so much for listening. I really do appreciate you guys. Um, It's not lost on me that people are out there uh, enjoying this show and letting me know, and it means a lot. All right, have a great day. I don't know why I just said that. Okay. All right, this next guest, um, he comes highly requested by the audience, the fans. I've spoken about his name uh, probably more than anyone from my for my life more than my brothers more than my parents um yeah uh he's here in the well not in the flesh from his home in florida uh rusty joins us and he goes yes he goes by one name like madonna you're rusty the third right yeah yep a lot to live up to there too is it tough to live up to a name when you're named after your father not think- after him, really. Kind of- more from your grandfather? More my grandfather. <laughs> Dude, you're like, how many generations Florida are you? Your family, you have how many cousins in Florida, and how and how far do you go back? 1924 in Vero. I'm the oldest of 12 grandkids. So there's all that line. And then my grandfather is one of 15 kids. He's from one Chicago. Of, though. 15. One of 15? Ace was one of 15. Oh, my God. Your fucking great-grandma. I mean, she... She they called her grandma great. <laughs> oh, they flipped it? Pregnant her whole life. <laughs> Seriously, 15 yeah. kids. Probably spaced yeah. out over two years. That's 30 years. Over 12 years. 
Oh, she had 15 kids in 12 years? No. <laughs> well, that could happen if you had triplets, right? It could. It could. Oh. Um, I don't know how long of a gap uh, that was that she was making babies. Um, but there's a lot. There's a gap, all right. Yeah. Live to be 96. <laughs> That's the key, you know? Kept her young. Honestly. I yeah. freaking so in 1924 they Ace was the first to move from Chicago or what? He came down with the Air Force, I think in the 50s. Oh, uh, who came in 24? My my dad's mom's side, so Ace's wife, she her parents, her grandparents came down in 1924. <clears throat> yeah. So that was 100 years next year. She was born here. She was the first one born here in 1931. Out on a dairy farm. Of course. Yeah. People don't think Florida is the South. And then it's like, just go 20 minutes away from the ocean and you'll see the most Southerner fucking back redneck motherfuckers you've ever seen in your life. Mm -hmm. Now we're on the beach. Um... Yeah. Well, (laughs) some of your family, you have how many cousins? I mean, you have like fucking 80 cousins and so yeah, I have I got more cousins than I even know. <laughs> You're lucky you didn't sleep with any of them. That was kind of a thing in high school. You just feel any relation to a capellan at all. No? All right, we're good. <laughs> Maybe. Distant? That's fine. <laughs> have you ever slept with like a fourth cousin? You think? I mean, uh, come maybe. on. Maybe. Odds are pretty good. <laughs> Odds are second cousin, to be honest. Pretty high. Do you like uh, the fact that you grew up with such a big fan? Because I grew up, I had no family. I was yeah. one of four. It was me, my dad, my mom, and my two brothers. And then eventually my step family. But so that's five. Yeah, well, minus, yeah. <laughs> that, that's numbers. <laughs> I forgot you're in finance. Numbers uh, guy. Numbers <laughs> guy. But growing up with no family, uh, there, I feel like in a way it kind of uh, allowed... And like there was less expectation. Well, maybe there was more expectations just from your immediate unit, but then there's no comparing to your other cousins or anything like that. You were, but I don't know. I was the oldest of all of them. So I kind of set the bar low as high or as low as I wanted to. (laughs) You set that bar so fucking low. I was named after my grandfather. So it really, (laughs) there was, I couldn't do much wrong. Dude, when you would get in fucking trouble, your great grandfather or your grandfather must be like so disappointed that it was you got the name. There were times where he was like, "Can we switch it to Jeff?" Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> One of the did. girls? One of the girls? Dude, I loved your family growing up. You guys kind of took me in as like a as as a son almost, um, mm-hmm. the Jewish son. Your parents are awesome. I get along with your parents probably more than you. Yeah, they're the best. They just fucking, they're so Florida. I mean, you guys are so Florida. I mean, when I think Florida, you guys like grew up in the mangroves. You surf. Embody it. Yeah, which is great, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Golf, love- surf. <laughs> trying to think the first time we met. Jordan Wolf's house. Really? Yeah. We were playing, uh, playing football out in the street, I think. I do kind of remember that you were. So that was good. like elementary school. I think it was like seventh grade or something. Fifth, not well. We could have. Um, 
When did Jordan go to St. Ed's? Yeah, Jordan didn't go to yeah. Sixth grade, right? It was probably I feel like it was seventh price whatever yeah. anyways point being we were yeah I, now i remember this we were throwing football in the front yard and, football. and we were doing things where which every kid does is you pretend that you're going on the sidelines sidelines and you got to keep your feet in bounds <laughs> yes. and you dive while keeping your feet down and i remember meeting you and i feel like we were at first i was like i don't know if i like this kid he's like blonde Cooler. yeah blonde so Taller. tan so Taller. tan you were so fucking tan Beautiful hair. Beautiful <sighs> hair. I mean, you were right out of Outer Banks. Baywatch. <laughs> yeah. I did it myself. <laughs> running slowly. <laughs> and I just remember. I was a lifeguard shortly thereafter. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. And yeah, I, I, I just remember like being like, either I'm going to be best friends with this guy or we're fighting probably by the end of today kind of thing. I think that was like that our happens. whole friendship. Our whole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then you ended up coming to my school. You were like a public school kid too. So there was that whole like fucking that, yeah. public Badass school versus private school. <laughs> did you hate, did the kids at public school hate St. Ed's because they were private school? Yeah. What was it? You just thought we were all bougie fucking dicks? No, I was on the beach anyways. So I didn't, I was waiting to go to St. Ed's. Like I didn't, <clears throat> it, that to me. So I always kind of bridged that gap between St. Ed's, I think, and the high school. Where I had like my high school buddies that I grew up with, but also being on the beach, you just kind of, and being a member at Riamar, you know, we, I had multiple groups of friends. So it wasn't a, uh, I never yeah, you felt weren't that, like, but yeah. plenty of the kids at the high school definitely felt that. <laughs> Dude, it literally is like right out of like Friday night light, like a movie yeah. of yeah. The public school versus the private school. Fucking you grew so, up on the wrong side of the tracks. You fucking, yeah. you're dead. You fucking you didn't have parties. Oh dude. I remember going to the Grove <laughs> parties. I went like to two of them. Cause it was so uncomfortable for a private. If they found out you went to private school, there's a strong chance. Ready to fight. Yeah. You're, yeah. Just <laughs> so dumb. So mm -hmm. fucking dumb. Yeah. And, uh, I remember there a fight broke out and you were literally you're in the groves. You're in the middle of orange groves out of TP's uh, groves. And just like fucking 200 pickup trucks, bonfires, beers, a, a band, ditches, or, maybe yeah, a band, your cousins fucking yeah. each other. All of them, <laughs> all 85 of them. All of you. All of them. Yeah. yeah. I remember a fight breaking out and like, yeah, I just I, I there was always tension when you were around public school kids. Yeah. And then you, as a private school kid, you would always uh in my mind, I would always think the public school kids were tougher. Yeah. Until like I remember we we fought a couple when you were in private school, we at least wrestled each other. Yeah. <laughs> public school kids, I'm not going to say names, but we whooped their ass. And that's when I realized, like, my whole perspective has been wrong this whole time. <laughs> well, it's just that, I, I mean, what's I'm trying to think of the word, like, it's just the, you have the perception that they're just, like, like nasty and rugged and all that. And you're like, just because I have a collared shirt on doesn't mean I'm a total pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I can tie a tie doesn't mean yeah. I can't fucking throw a left hook, bitch. Yes. 
meet me by the groves. Yeah. It is so true. I just was watching Outer Banks, that show, and so much of it. And then I watched the private school kids. They're always like, they have a new boat or they have a new Jeep Wrangler, and you fucking yeah. hate them. Everyone hates yeah. them. They're always yeah. like the the prick, the rich mm-hmm. prick who's trying to take the girl from the poor kid. And uh, I guess that's how they saw us growing mm-hmm. up. I never really saw myself. I always felt like, an, even though my dad was a doctor, I always felt like an outsider at at our school in our private school. Well, you're at a Stewart. I mean, you had a, <clears throat> you weren't here like daily. Yeah. It was about an hour to school. Yeah. Each day you grew up like five minutes. You were so part of Vero beach, that Island culture. You were connected yeah. to everyone. Yeah. 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 It's different. So I think you just kind of automatically feel outside when you're, I mean, you're out of town, even though you went to school here. Yeah. And being Jewish in that school. Yeah. I mean, how many Jewish people do you know? Now? Yeah. <laughs> like three. Growing up, one. One. No, there was a handful of you. <laughs> uh, you, Michael, Lisa. It's where it ends. Whitney. Whitney, yeah, I think there's like five, right? Yeah, something like 69. that. It was funny when people would be like, You're not like, I remember George was like, uh, You ain't like a Jew, Jew, you're not all Jewy like Lisa. <laughs> I'm like, You're comparing it to one other Jew, like, I'm like, You're not a cracker like your dad, amazing, <laughs> yeah. It uh. was, uh, you're not like a Jew, Jew. While he's trying to throw me in the fire and going, throw the Jew in the fire. No, that'll be funny. <laughs> that was cool. That was a cool memory. <laughs> oh God. So yeah, so then we went to high school together. I'm trying to think, like high school. Yeah, you were a lifeguard. You mm-hmm. got laid a decent <clears throat> amount for high what? school. You got laid a decent amount for high school. Yeah. You. Were- <laughs> You kind of, sometimes I think like. um, I had a dry, I had a real dry spell though, after I lost my virginity. How old were you when you lost your virginity? I rode my bike over the girl's house. I was just about to turn 16. (laughs) How far was the ride? (laughs) Just down the road. She was babysitting. And, uh, and then I was leaving the high school to go to St. Ed's. And she uh, she got pregnant, but it wasn't mine. Oh, and shit. it was this, the drug dealer <laughs> in the school. But I thought at 16, I'm like, my life is over. <laughs> I'd have a 27 year old. That's crazy. Wait, so when, I didn't did she call you and say that she no, was pregnant? I thought it was going to be like a whole, like, you live on the water, like, what extorting you? Car. You have a car. <laughs> yeah, you have a summer job as a lifeguard. You're the baby daddy. I thought I was going to be like doing a paternity test, so I didn't have sex for a while after that. That Terrified. scared scared you. Yeah. How did that set up? She just goes, "Hey, come on over." Uh, yeah, come over, and then throws a condom at me, and pushes me in one of the bedrooms, closes the door, puts a chair up underneath the handle, and the two kids are playing like Nintendo, Super Nintendo, probably. Like duck hunt. And then throws me down on the bed and I just lay there. 
This is so romantic. I get raped. How long then, do you last? I mean, like probably you, 20 minutes. Oh, not bad. <laughs> yeah, not bad first time. Were the kids trying to get... I can't believe she locked the door like that. Yeah, what the, a door, fucking, the, chair, the chair. How old was she? 15. Oh, okay. I, mean, I Actually, I... I had just turned 16, but I rode my bike. I still rode my bike over to the house. It was December after I turned 16. So it was Christmas break. Why did you ride your starting, bike? Why didn't you drive? Because uh, I, oh, I was going surfing and I was just, it was easier not to have to park my car up at the beach. And so I had my surfboard, my my BMX bike. And two sandals. Sets of, two sets of pegs. You put protection on you through zinc on your nose. Yeah, I was ready fucking, to go. Yeah, did get a sunburn, but uh, what I, did I you know that God. she was like banging a lot of dudes? So like it was like a yeah. shoe in. Uh, I don't know. I it was like I was clueless. Yeah, and then why didn't you have sex after? Because you were scared about the pregnancy she stuff. Was pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm one for one. This is unbelievable. Now I, mean, I have four kids, so I mean, could have been honestly <laughs> strong sperm. I mean, fifteen. 15 kids my great my great 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 my yeah great your great 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 rusty had some strong combo swimmers so Surf, i rode my bike up surfers. to the beach i rode my bike up to the beach to meet jordan to go surfing yeah i just had sex he's like what i was like i don't know dude i was like let's go surf what a deep emotional conversation that was. Every other girl, like a girl's like, I'm waiting a year to have yeah. sex. A girl locked you in a room, put a throws chair under, throws a condom in your face. And you're like, yeah, this, puts is, it on. I was like, this is heaven. Clearly she poked a hole in it. That's like what's going through my head. I'm like, she, the, like, I didn't have full sight of this condom the whole time. The condom was being unused. And oh, so then, when uh, you found out she was pregnant, you thought she put a I hole thought it was a setup. Condom. Did she have that kid? Yeah. Oh, wow. She's still with the drug dealer? Touch. I haven't seen touch. Yeah, you haven't stayed in touch with her? Remember? Yeah. 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 That's what, that's probably what got you to go to private. Your parents are like, okay, you got to go to oh. private school. No, it's already gone. <clears throat> yeah. No. Man. So I that was knew, it. I, was, I never knew I that story. Yep. There you go. Nobody else does. I mean, I kind of lost my virginity in a similar kind of fashion where it didn't feel like Ten it years later. completely my choice. Yeah. Yeah. 20 years later. So we partied a lot. And I guess in high school, I don't know. I was a virgin throughout high school. Did I ever come across like I was prom king. Were you surprised when you found that out? I was like, this has got to be a charity gift. Like, this is a make a wish. Oh, fuck. This is saying I have to upgrade. God damn it. One second. I don't know. I feel like people kind of want to get into when we were the later years. In the later <laughs> years. I mean, it the is reboot. funny. <laughs> it is funny how long we were friends for and then ended up being business partners. That doesn't have, I guess that happens a good amount in a small town, but. And we're still friends. After. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were some times where we definitely hated each other uh, when we were high working. highs and low lows. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, we're too similar. Mm -hmm. That's our problem. Marriage never would have worked. Well, it didn't. It ended. It ended. Well, I blame I blame the real estate bubble being burst. It's not us. It wasn't from lack of effort. Can you imagine if that didn't happen? 
Oh, we'd be billionaires. We'd be rolling. If, I wouldn't have four kids. You I might have, have four kids. Yeah, who knows? Dude, we... <sighs> we... Shit. So, I don't even know how... How did you end up getting into real estate? You ended up... You had uh, started. Okay. Yeah, I started. I, I got into real estate after I failed miserably in California. Failed at everything. I got my real estate license. I I failed the Tell first the story time. About you getting your license. Well, I failed <laughs> why the first. Failed. Why? Oh, <laughs> why did I fail? Did I go out with you the night before? Yeah. I don't even remember. In the chat room. <laughs> oh, is that when I met the girl? Oh my god, I met a girl from in an AOL chat room. You know that like dude where you don't i never saw her face mm. i didn't know what i was getting into she said she mm. was blonde hair and had legs pretty much and uh rusty was with his girlfriend living up in orlando and i was gonna stay there tonight i wanted to get a good night's sleep <laughs> i don't know what i was thinking but i ended up having her come over to the house is that what happened we left we gave you the house so you can <laughs> Hook up with a girl on the AOL chat room. Uh, this was the Nextel beep beep phones. Skirt, skirt. Yeah, yeah. So, well, mind I you, hid. I met her. Yeah, yeah. You hid. You well, hid. She shows up. She shows up. She. What was she wearing? I, remember? I, I don't remember. Like jeans, shorts, maybe? No, she had jeans on, but she had those boots from the 90s. That had the feather tassel at the toe oh my under God. the laces. And I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> and she gets out of the car. She's like a flannel, sleeveless. Top. I got a little bit of catfish. She described herself a little bit. It's funny. Back, I back mean, in the <laughs> she wasn't ugly. She was just dressed poorly. I mean, she's from the, she's from some serious country parts of Orlando. Oh, she drove in to Orlando, ah, probably from like Ocala. Kissimmee. She might have took a horse Ocala. in. Ocala. She might have just been in a horse and buggy, to be honest. So I, I, I planted the next tell. Oh, yeah. Let you, <laughs> skirt, skirt. Let you have the apartment. Me and my girlfriend left. And then I'm like, I click from Brittany's phone. And I was like, hey, Andrew, you getting a blowjob yet? <laughs> I'm like, honestly, no. <laughs> I, I got to study. Uh, I got to study for my real estate. It probably saved you from getting like AIDS. Who knows? Maybe. Something. Some kind maybe, of disease. What do they get from the horses? Uh, syphilis? What's that? Uh, she probably had some diseases from oh, the early 1800s. Horse. Man. They didn't have vaccines. Talk about, they were uh, way ahead of the curve on not yeah. taking vaccines. <laughs> she probably had scurvy. She was Trump before she was Trump. <laughs> That girl had scurvy. I think I, I had to scurve uh, out of there. You had scabies. Well, that was later in life. Damn, that was funny. Anyways, that was a good one. So you failed your license. We went out that night. I guess I went out after she left. And then yeah. I was like, eh, well, I got because Because all you needed was a 70 for real estate. I was like, I get a fucking 70. Your boy got like you a... took it. Ag- you blamed me for failing. Yeah, it was definitely your fault. Yeah, I know, it couldn't be my fault. Me. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So you got your license. That business card, by the way, you should have blown up into 
uh, like something you frame on that wall behind you. Oh, the Dutch or Higginbotham? Yes. <laughs> Dude, that guy hated me. Hated he, you. He threatened my life a lot, this boss. <laughs> Didn't he try to have you killed at that one showing with the dogs or whatever that chased oh. on the roof of the car? Anyways. Dude, that was a, no, no, that was funny. <laughs> that was, so I was trying to sell homes. So before Rusty <laughs> got into commercial real estate... <laughs> I was trying to sell houses. <laughs> so they would send me to take photos of the homes. And I'm taking photos of this house. And the biggest dog ever is in the fucking is inside. It was the a, pool. Shepherd, a German shepherd, right? Something like that. It, it had it, it was it was mean. And yeah. uh, and I was like, oh, it's indoors. It's fun. it's it's inside the screen. <laughs> and I'm looking, I'm taking the photos. And I could see it attacking me through the, through the camera. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this thing's getting close. But then I'm watching it through the camera where it doesn't really connect that I'm about to get attacked and killed. I would have got so much insurance money. Fuck, I should have been killed or yeah, close to it. That one through. Uh, I should have put peanut butter on my jugular. Let him go to. <laughs> dude, I'm on top of the car. I ran. Uh, I got the, on top the of the car. cell phone was in the car, right? I forget. And you exactly. couldn't get to the cell phone to call for help. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was before. That's when cameras were cameras. Yes. <laughs> so I'm standing on top of my car, yeah, while this dog's trying to fucking murder me. And luckily, he had a um, I think he had a uh, electric Shot collar. Collar, yeah. Fucking oh, hey, dude, See, that was so you realize oh, yeah. selling homes is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I well, I also realized I've never bought a home. I've never uh -uh. rented a home. Uh -uh. I don't know what a home is. I can't tell you what a foyer is. A I foyer. <laughs> A foyer, a foyer. So meanwhile, in another part of town, Rusty's getting his license. Uh, I guess I inspired. Did I inspire you to get your real estate license? Well, like you didn't know like, what else I mean, to do. I was either going to work with my dad in finance or go to work with my mom in real estate. And then I, I was like, well, real estate seems like the much easier path here. <laughs> if Andrew could do it, I could do it. Uh, so I got my license. Remember that story? Uh, I. Well, that's that's a whole nother. Oof. Wait, well, how did you? Oh, I took the, the girl school. that was engaged. Oh, in the class? In the week class. And then next thing I know, I was like, I don't Wait. think you should get married if you're doing this. Wait, you banged a married woman? No, she was engaged to get married. Oh, and... Okay. And you met her in the class. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I don't like, really remember exactly. Yeah. So I'm the whole week. There was, this is a sign of the times. There was also a stripper in my real estate class. <laughs> was I in this class with you? I thought I took no, a no, class no, this with you. No, no, down in Palm Beach. It was a one week, the one week course uh, tests at the end, but it's 04 and every stripper and their sister is getting their real estate license. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I have a stripper, some really hot chick that's engaged that like all she kept talking about was like how she was engaged. We go to lunch every day. I'm like, that's awesome. I really don't care and then the end of the course the night before exam we all we all went there to study right before the test at the hotel and yeah i'm like you should take that ring off while we're doing this i feel i feel bad oh she kept the ring on while you guys <laughs> were yeah oh my god i was like this is terrible i'm never gonna talk to you again and uh and then i passed the test <laughs> it was a good night of studying <laughs>
First Again, try. Yeah, don't First meet try. a don't meet a girl in a chat room. You gotta have sex with an engaged woman. That's how you oh. pass your real estate test in Florida. Good Lord. Holy shit. So we so you so get then your, yeah, you get your I license. Start working. I guess I'm thinking about the broker school that we went to that oh. neither one of us finished. <laughs> I aced it in my mind. You got like no, a so anyways, oh, when we start all, working yeah. together, we start yeah. working together. No, no, no. Okay, let's go back for a second. So I'm I doing go, Andrew. Yes, yeah, stop yeah. selling houses. We can sell commercial real estate. It's easier. Nobody gives a shit what color that place is. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody yeah, cares yeah, if the yeah. kitchen and the bathrooms are what they want. It's all numbers. Well, you had the and idea it, that people were that home 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 builders somehow, I don't know how you knew this, were buying yeah. land. How did you yeah. know that? Uh oh, the old guy, Dave Walsh. You remember he's like a hundred years old? Oh yeah, he used to map out the land on his own by foot. Yeah, and I'd go into his <laughs> office. I'm like, I'm like, this guy is this guy can do this. I'm like, there's no other commercial real estate guys in the office. I'm like, if 90-year-old Dave Walsh can do this, I yeah. think I can. Yeah, Dave Walsh was still going door to door. Yeah, he had Fucking... maps on his wall in the office. And... Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. I'm like, Andrew, come down here. We're gonna sell land. I'm like, Yeah, you were in Vero idiot. Beach. I was in yeah. Stewart. We were both living See? back at home. Yep. And uh I think yeah. I and then you were like, You gotta come up here and do commercial. I was so dumb. I back then I hadn't I mean, I still don't really know whatever we did, but um I just remember being like the brains and the beauty. Yeah. I mean, you knew three percent more than me and you were the brains <laughs> just enough just... <laughs> oh so remember playing handball in the oh, office well, let's get back we'll we'll get there we'll all get right, there right, so right. so so i go to i i would drive up to vero mm -hmm. every day for work and rusty you had your eye on this like one one plot of land like mm -hmm from the very beginning you're like i just got to put together six different parcels which was crazy which was a crazy idea to do like yeah. even back then to have the vision i mean it's so funny to when we talk about that. it I know. I know you think about like walt disney or like people that like built like the sears tower and we're like you had the vision of putting together six but still it was impressive like yeah why well, to then. get we had to get contracts from six different people to agree of, yeah and we did and we added 10 percent on top of it until the end until the closing when scott's like oh. what wait let's go we'll get there you're jumping right. you're jumping all right, all right, all right. So, so i assembled it so you assembled it and we i don't know how we found oh so we found other people that were buying land eagle trace, yeah. eagle trace and vero these guys put it on their contract is like three guys from like Boca Raton. Yep. And they put it on their contract pretty fucking quick. And one of the guys ends up getting cancer. One of the yeah. partners. Yeah. We see their pro forma of them making, I don't know, $10 million, something crazy. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. And, and they end up because the guy got cancer, they back he out. Died. Yeah, he died. He did die. He died. All right. Well, I don't know if that's sad. our fault. Yeah, it's sad. Bring it down a little bit. He smoked a lot. Um, he had a cigarette in his mouth every time we saw him. He really did. Nice guy, though. Yeah. He threw the football with us. 
<laughs> remember on the property? I do kind of remember that. Well, yeah, me and Rusty, we'd go look at property and uh, we'd bring a football to throw with these throw. $100 million clients. They loved it. They really did. Uh, I mean, we could keep, uh, we got a few yeah. stories. Yeah, we'll yeah. keep going. But um, so they back out and I call up my uncle who did real estate in Chicago and big time in real estate there. And, but he does mostly like Walgreens and Walmarts, all Shopping the walls. Center. Shopping centers, strip centers. And we're like, dude, you got to buy this land. I sent them to pro forma. I don't know if that was legal, to be honest. But, you know, it's Florida. There's no rules. So he comes in and he buys it pretty quickly. And then he didn't realize that me and Rusty added a few few percent on top. We're like, we're we going to make like a million off that. We had a 10, per, no, 750 grand. It was 7.7 7, and we were going to make 10%. We were making 775. And then what, we lowered it because we felt bad? Yeah, Scott was like, I'm not paying you guys that much. <laughs> Fair <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> so we dropped this... it. Yeah. We dropped it to like, uh, I think we each got 250 on that one. It was, it was a lot of money. I mean, we both went from having like 30 bucks to way too much money. Yeah, overnight. <clears throat> so, um, what do you call it? So then we end up, he buys it. Now where you have a couple hundred thousand dollars somehow. Um, and then we put it on the market. And within, now we got the entitlements. But even before the entitlements, we had a, we no, we didn't get the entitlement. We never got the entitlements. We were going through the process. We were going through the process. But like yeah. literally <clears throat> since he closed within a month, we, we had it yeah. under contract for like $16 million. With a big home uh, bill, like Angle Homes or Lennar Homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he bought it for seven, eight within a month. It was under contract for sixteen, but it had yeah. to get all the entitlements, which was going to take a year. Yeah. But so now there's a ticking clock between the entitlements and the market crashing. Yeah, which we didn't even know of. Nobody knew, obviously. Oh, so and we've got the sale on that. We've got the buy and the list side on that. Oh, we would have, yeah, yeah. We both would have made like 400 grand. So we have all this money that we think is coming in that life is never gonna, it's always just gonna be this easy. And we did that project with your dad and your brother. Yeah, which we, and made good money on that. Where my dad, uh, we had, I forget, we saw another guy's pro forma of making money. And then, Shlomo. Shlomo. And, this piece of property you couldn't get to from the street. You had to put it you in could. easement. You had to go through uh, <laughs> the, dude, the, the freaking shining to get that, to it. Dude, I feel bad for whoever we sold that to. My my dad bought it for like a million bucks or something. And then we had that sold under contract. Two. Yeah, within like three weeks. I mean, yeah, yeah, three weeks. Yeah. So that guy bought it. I don't know if he could ever reach that land. That's just a piece of land. And it was like covered in like scrub jays, I oh. think. And like that was bad. That was turtles. That, whatever. We <laughs> made another ADGs. <laughs> uh, so oh man, the funniest story, one of the funniest stories I have, and we could get into the different stories, but um in real estate. So there was a guy that worked uh who is he wasn't a little person, but he was as little as you can be for being a little person. <laughs> And 
he got in my truck and his legs went straight. No, they didn't dangle. They were just straight out in my Tundra that I bought, which incredible purchase. But his legs were straight out. And he had a high level voice. <laughs> Let's see the property. And his legs were... Remember we had to do the walk by <laughs> to see if I could go with you guys? Yeah, yeah. And so I'll get there. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was so... briefly before. No, 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 no. I was in the car with him texting you saying, well, I'm coming back to the office. Oh, yeah, you're like, I can't. You're not you, going to be able. You need to get out of here. <laughs> I go, you can't come into the meeting. You can't come into the <laughs> conference room. <laughs> and you go, fuck you. This is my job. We're I'm coming ups. in. We're grown ups. We're, we're, God damn it. We're grown we're professionals. <laughs> we both have $200,000 now. So I'm like, Rusty, you cannot come in here. We will laugh too hard. And you're like, dude, I'm not a fucking, I'm a grown up. Yeah, I got it. And this. you come by, I, I'm in the I'm in the conference room and there's a window by the conference room. You start, <laughs> and you I do loop one through lap, that. you do one lap, you come back, you look in the window and then you look at me and I finally look at you and you just go, you just shake your head. <laughs> nah. Can't do it. Yeah, dude, not coming in. His head is like barely above the table. Oh my God. That's the same guy that I was pumping gas and he saw that (laughs) I must have masturbated. I had a cum stain on my pants, not from having sex with a girl, just doing my own thing. And he goes, Solo job. He points at my pants. He goes, Is that cum? Is that cum? And I go, instead of going, uh, it's probably salt water or something. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, guess it is. That's how cocky we were, you know? Uh, uh, the meeting with all the bankers. Oh, my God. And the mustaches. Yeah. So my uncle's trying to get $8 million. And oh. I shave my beard into the most absurd thick mustache. And we're sitting in the meeting. And my uncle can't believe that I decided to go mustache. And Rusty is encouraged. Rusty always encouraged me. Like whatever. Yes, that's what you need. That's <laughs> what you need to ruin your family life. <laughs> so I shaved the. Mu- so we're uh, coming back home from the meeting, and we we're meeting with the banker later on that day. And uh, my we uncle, made, we uncle made me stop at a gas station, and I and shaved dry, the mustache dry. Dry shave. He goes, "Get that fucking thing off your face." <laughs> Well, the best is in the meeting, in the meeting, you sit there in absolute silence. Strong boss. Strong. <laughs> boss move. Strong muscle. Scott's like, so move. guys, uh, tell her about the prop. I'm like, oh, God. I was like, all right. So I speak. Can you just sit there? Andrew? Yes. Yes, I just agree. I concur. I concur. I <laughs> concur. We get to dinner. Yeah. She's sitting across the table from Andrew. Looks at him. <laughs> and I go, you know something different? I said it to her. With you. She said it. Uh, she goes, something's different about you. I go, yeah. There is, huh? Shame on. I shame on. <laughs> and then I think we told her we were drunk and we just told her why it happened. And she still gave yeah. us $8 million. That's how good the property uh, was. It was time. The time. So the best part is, is like, so then we just start partying. We start buying Oof. shit. 
I bought that truck, traded in for Mercedes. You were buying, you bought, what was your first purchase? The Yukon or that, the gigantic truck the or excursion. whatever? The excursion that got like three miles per gallon yeah. tops. At best, it was a V10. V10 <clears throat> jacked up. Did you, were you still living at home at this point? Um, I think we both bought cars before me? we I got think, our yeah. own apartments. <laughs> we're going down to Fort Lauderdale all the time. Uh, every Thursday. We we'd were trying the, to spend that Thursday. money. Yeah, we'd leave so Thursday fast. night. So fast. Go to his place, Automatic Slims. Ah, boy. That's when you would, I told the story on the first episode of this podcast, but you would throw thousands of dollars into a crowd of like 20 people. Mohawk, shirt off. With a bouncer. Roped off. Roped off. This is like before bottle service. Like we created bottle service. And then we go to the bar. Remember I'd have them take us up to the bar and rope us off at the bar. I was like, come on, Andrew, let's go be with the people. Don't with get the people close. we acted like we were the salt in the brunei and we were like already like below our taxes the people <laughs> the the uh, the guy that used to get the other table like the, yeah like the two corner tables the guy the guy that got the other table was the heir to gnc <laughs> remember <laughs> remember the kid he had cadillac like written down his ribs oh right. shit yeah I kind of remember that. Yeah. And and then the other table was the 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 Ericsson phone air. And then us who put together one one real estate deal. One deal. (sighs) Dude, I went, I remember that was good. I remember, oh, before we even made that first sale, I, I made like seven grand somehow. And we were at that Slim's place and I spent every dollar on bottle service and I fell through the table, the glass table holding the waitress. Yeah. And that was upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. I fell through the glass table Mm -hmm. and then I thought someone stole my card because all my money was gone. And they're like, no, that was, that was you. you." And not only did you not, you didn't drink anything (laughs) because you fell through the table and you broke every bottle and you killed our waitress. (laughs) Oh boy. Oh my god, we were so dumb in a good were way. We? Like, Who knows? <clears throat> I mean, so we so we think we're never going to lose money. At this point, we had another deal under contract. We think we're going to make another million dollars. Yeah. Um, it was longer than a night, though. Like we did this for like a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I was down there pretty much every weekend for like a year. We weren't working that hard. But no, we'd leave on a Thursday, come back on like a Monday afternoon, Monday, maybe Tuesday. We hung come over <laughs> and then be hung over till Wednesday and then do it all over again. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, we did a couple other deals. Uh, we definitely if we worked as hard as we could have, we could have Orlando shopping few, center. <clears throat> well, we, we had that another on, couple hundred grand on that. We would have. We didn't make it. We bought it. Oh, oh, we that, money that deal. Buy. Yeah, that yeah. deal too. They still own that. Yeah. Um, okay. But we had like, <clears throat> we had, remember the offers that we had out on that ranch? 25 million. We had the $52 million offer on the Marriott down in Stewart. Um, Dude, that deal. So 
we called this place, this Marriott and Stewart that like sits on like 20 or 48. I don't know how big it is, but it's all like it's beach riverfront property. Marina. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we go to the guy, the seller. He goes, what do you want? He goes, get me $50 million offer. I'll sell it tomorrow. We get him a $50 million offer. 53 million. We added 3 million on for us. Yeah. Yeah. So we were going to make $3 million and, uh, the guy goes, no, nah. we waited for it. Yeah. <laughs> at so, the office. so, well, he goes playing make handball, it, make it 55 million or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, so we, next thing you know, it's $63 million. We have him an yeah. offer. Yeah. Me and Rusty are playing handball in yeah, the sure. office, waiting for this fax to come in where we were going to both make a million and a half dollars. And the guy ends up not selling it. Yep. The other deal that we had that one oh. deal for the bank where we would finally be able to get out of our debt. And the guy goes, yeah. my word is Oak or whatever. He goes, I don't sign contracts. I do it by word, my word. I've never gone back on my word. And I'm like, <clears throat> yeah. First time yeah. for everything. Yeah. <laughs> so the market's slowly starting to die. And we we're have, in Orlando. Yeah. We had moved. We moved to Orlando we were working out of Winter Park, and we were looking for Walgreens deals. Uh, we had an intern. We had an intern, Nigel. Nigel. <laughs> I pulled the seat out from under him, and he sat on his tailbone. His tailbone. <laughs> Imagine being an intern in college, and your boss, who's 25, pulls a seat out from under you. Granted, we didn't make him work that hard. He had the best internship ever. Ever. And we're dealing with Rollins College, like being like, he's doing this every week. Like, yeah. he's doing great. I mean, we obviously. He worked more than we did, probably. You remember going to uh, Kmart and buying all the, uh, the bowling pins and the putt-putt and the basketball hoop? Oh, yeah, all for the office. What was it, the Isle of Insecurities, when we shoot the basketball and say mean stuff to each other? That was bowling. Well, that was bowling, but we started it with the basketball thing. Oh, okay. Where you just be as mean to each other as possible to get you off your game. Uh, <sighs> so anyhow, um, at that point. So yeah, market I, was <clears throat> crashing. Yeah, and you are now on your a BMW car, I think. Yeah, the X5. And market's crashing. We're living together, kind of. Yeah. Next to Meredith. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think of some things like we went on a couple. I mean, we have a lot of stories, but Oof. one of them we went we went skiing and snowboarding in Canada with two buddies in a place called Kicking Horse. We went there for two days. By the way, the market's crashing. We're like in debt and we're like, hey. it was no, that was SBO six. Oh, we okay. It was still okay. That was still, that was still okay. And we go snowboarding. Then we go to this place called Lake Louise. Well, we got whited out. We had to turn around. Almost died. We we that, stayed in a hostel, $30 a night, skiing for like two days and then coming home. It was going to be a very reasonable yes. trip. Then a massive, <clears throat> massive storm comes. We had to turn around. And we end up at the Fairmont Chateau at Lake Louise, nine hundred dollars a night. 
eating fondue. Four guys, four guys in one room. Drinking wine on top of the mountain, just four bros, just uh, fucking eating fondue. Most romantic thing. If we weren't going to blow each other, it would have been that night. You know, yeah. like that's the night yeah. to be gay with each other. It was that's so when it all, it either happens or it doesn't. So we end up. Uh, Doing that, and then we fly back from Canada, and immediately we don't go home. We go straight to the Bahamas with our bags for Canada. Yeah, all we had was our bags for Canada. And yeah, snow gear. <laughs> and we fly to the Bahamas. Yeah, go to Lakaya, Port Lakaya. We fly to we fly to West Palm. We take a small plane to Port Lakaya. Our buddies are on a boat. We literally went from the mountains to the beach. We swim out to the boat. We just start partying so fucking hard. And I think... Uh, we go to the casino that day. <clears throat> and I win all that money. Yeah, you won how much? Like 80 Gs? 80 grand. Playing craps. Then you buy... You proceed. There's like a small square. Rusty buys every single bottle of champagne on the island. Every bottle. It had it every- brought <clears throat> to me... <laughs> so I can have a... I'm standing on where the statue in the square of some local person. And I, uh, I don't know how we ended up with a line of spring break girls just lined up. And I was just cannonballing. There's a famous photo, a famous photo of me just standing there. I'm so fucked up. My hands, I look like a dead alligator. And Rusty's partying with all these girls, and I'm standing alone, just so sad. In the corner. Probably still wearing my winter clothes. <laughs> and, uh, at one point on that trip, I had to be carried home by one of the guys working there. And yeah. someone just had a feeling that I was in the hallway, and this Bahamian guy was holding me up because mm-hmm. I was passed out on the blackjack table. Then next thing you know, your brother and everyone leaves with our passport. So now we're stuck in Bahamas, no passport, no we bags. Need... Oh, we also have a, a Bahamian friend named Lettuce, who, whose name was Romaine, Romaine, who we nicknamed Lettuce, who <clears throat> followed us everywhere. We went to Nautica and bought. He picked out a whole outfit for himself. He was helping us, and next thing we know, we're at the counter paying for our outfits, and he's got hat, belt shirt pants and shoes that's amazing photo too he was like our local concierge i mean he he and then at one point he took we care go, of everything he was just walking around with my amex the whole time like i'm like i need we need tequila boom we were on jet skis he rented we went rented jet skis he rented a jet ski like whatever we were doing at he one point there. he was in a white T-shirt po- like contest, a, wearing, a hot body contest, hot body wearing contest. white Tommy Hilfiger box. I'm like, lettuce, you're getting us cocktails, and you end up in a hot body contest. Come on, man. Yeah, he doesn't show up for like an hour and a half. We're like, where's lettuce? And he's what on stage. He yeah. Oh my god. So that's wow. kind of where we were at. I mean, we eventually got home. They had to send us back our passports. Yeah. And we're just blown. No, remember through. we found Ryan in the head of the boat. Oh Ryan yeah. Ryan never left. Ryan never left either. We go to the boat. We're like, your brother. bags are on the boat. And I open the bathroom door and there's <laughs> sleeping in the bathroom. <laughs> like mad we woke him. You they know, us three, three sweets for the whole week. 
they wanted all that money back. Oh my god, which they got. Yeah, right. Most of it. Most well, of I spent. it. I I didn't. We didn't go back and gamble much of it. I just I spent it all. And then Sarah brought home like I don't know fifteen G's or something for me. Oh, because he just gave it to her. She took yeah. it. I didn't know she took it and hid it from me. Then, um, <clears throat> then next thing you know, we end up, you know, back home in Florida, and uh, yeah, we didn't learn a lesson. We never learned lessons, that's for sure. Um, you ended up uh, essentially getting a girlfriend, and then getting married, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, I'm gonna have to probably have you just back on the podcast. I feel like that was like the real estate chunk, you know? Yeah. But we could end with this. Uh, you end up, well, we could talk all about that too, about how that father-in-law wanted to murder you. <laughs> but Rusty brings me aside. He's like, hey man, I'd love for you to be. <laughs> I'm getting married. I want you to be my best man. <laughs> and I go, nah. Nah. <laughs> No, thanks. I don't like speaking. I don't like, I don't public, like speaking. I don't like public speaking. <laughs> Last night, I literally talked in front of a thousand people. Uh, I was like, Where but I, I didn't want to talk in front of 20 people on a dock. I was like, all right. And I, then I, you I wrote did. a speech. No, I, I didn't realize. Speech yeah. And spoke. <laughs> I didn't realize the implications of my actions that like, (laughs) like I think my brain at that point in my life, I just, I don't know what it was. I was just like, I didn't think about how it would hurt you to be like, you know, I mean, what's weird is it didn't really hurt. Yeah. That's the other thing too. Is like, I I don't think, okay. I was like, all right. (laughs) All right. Strong. Okay. (laughs) Strong move. Kelly, Kelly. That's a good point. I think what it is is like we were never that upset with each other, so we would do no. fucked up things to each other, but not feel bad about him because it would be like, ah, oh, he's fine. Yeah, it's funny. No expectations of each other. It was like we're just buddies. I, so he, like I don't care what he does or doesn't do. Yeah, I, like nothing ever offended me with you. Like, so we end up. I don't know. I think up, we had a good friendship in that way. You get married, and uh, yeah. <clears throat> And um, you wrote a speech about it being a shotgun wedding. I said it, <laughs> something about like uh, the one in the oven or whatever. Yeah, I said it in front of everybody. Uh, Ashley, was no one happy. knew. No one knew that she was pregnant. And I mm-hmm. was like, not only am I not going to be best man, <clears throat> I'm also going to tell everyone that your wife is pregnant. And no one. <laughs> so I'm hammered, and I go, and I'm like. Evan, the one in the oven or whatever. And I was like, I was like, here's something about Ashley. She'll never cook for Rusty. She doesn't even like to make a salad. And, uh, but it's something, the only thing that's in the oven is that baby or something like that. Yeah. And I just remember Ashley's face being like, what are you doing? Like, you ruined. The fuck did you just say? You're probably laughing. Oh. And then I I go, uh, just getting around. And a Colin. That's and a Colin. <laughs> but yeah. And, and then you got uh, married. And uh, I guess we'll stop it there. And then we could kind of, I'll have you back on and we could go into like, 
those kind of years, but we ended up losing everything. We lost all our money. Kapalan ended. I mean, technically, it's still still. still well, neither one of my life is inactive. Deal. Yeah, we did still fifty percent of everything. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Last minute of this. Uh, I mean, it's. Uh, I think part two will be. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, because you sent me a, a text. Lot. There's just so much to cover. <laughs> read through it. <laughs> read um, the highlights. All right, I'll just read. This is the text, and this <clears throat> will end it. So I go, all right, what do you have? Any ideas? He goes, automatic slims. Don't mind me. I'm just a pillow. Transgender. Grown man hand jerk off machine. Sky bar. Poop at front door. Socks, I'm watching you. You and Alex wrecking my car. Walkie-talkie girl from chat room. Crystal Finch in my car at Ricky's party. Me, you, and Kelly at Coldplay where I cried watching Coldplay and then blamed it on my dead grandpa that it wasn't it wasn't fix you. <laughs> Wrestling at Kachina. Incredible Hulk shots at brunch. Tattoo. I mean, it just goes on. I mean, it's... Uh, we'll get to other shit. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. And uh thanks yeah. for having me. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Later. All right, bringing in my next guest, uh reoccurring guest. She's been on the show every single time, and I'm happy for it. Brenna LaRock, my girlfriend. We live together. We just moved our bed. Oh yeah, a little remodeling. What's up, gang? Gang 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 gang. What's up, gang? This is a new character, I think. <laughs> Actually, this is an old character. <laughs> is this how you used to roll? Yeah, I used to. Well, I used to talk like this with my friend Virginia that I worked with. That was like two months ago. Gang, gang. <laughs> That's not an old character. <laughs> Three months ago? Are you kidding me? I recreate myself every month. Brenna will do this thing uh, when she gets stressed out where she will move around everything in the house. <laughs> She's moved. I clean and then I move. Yeah. You move the carpet. You move the bed. Mm -hmm. And every time I catch you, you get like a deer in headlines, headlights, like you're doing something wrong. You're like, <laughs> what did I do? Like, I'm going to be mad. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Just, I, I mean, well, our carpet, that, our, our rug that was supposed to be under the bed is now in the living room folded up and Mango uses it. Our cat. As a scratchy. As a scratching. Pad. Yeah. No, I moved it back. I just, I sometimes... I don't know. Sometimes I just like need a break from the the decorations and the things that we have going on. Like mm -hmm. I just need to like switch it up. Yeah, but what does that bring you? Do, I mean, do you, do you just feel off if it's a not... refresh, a, a rebrand? Like I said, I recreate myself, and I need like my my space to be like <laughs> feel fresh and feel cozy. I feel like I moved around our furniture today, which I used to do this as a kid. My parents would make me super clean every Sunday. They called it super clean Sunday. That's fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, I had to go to church and then come home and super clean. And um, I moved my furniture almost every Sunday. So I had a super clean Tuesday and uh, moved some furniture around. So because of super clean Sunday, I have to be super annoyed all the time all the time but you know my my mom used to come up and she would get eye level with my surfaces and like 
make sure there was no dust on them. Oh, my God. That's growing up with Navy parents. That's right my there. nightmare. Mm-hmm. And when it was dirty, if there was lint, what would happen? She would say, clean clean your room, like clean it again, and then I'll come back and check it again. Yeah. It was stressful. And then my mom, I don't think, ever left her room to look in my room. <laughs> she had no idea what was going on in there. Uh, what there's... was going on? In, was it, Did it ever get weird in your room? No, because, you know, my mom hired a cleaning lady. Mm. So she took care of that. I did um, kind of, uh, I would masturbate and I would uh, be too lazy to go to the bathroom. So I would just carpet it. <gasps> and so underneath the bed turned into uh you i were, mean it felt like cereal like were, old cereal down there on that carpet i mean it wait, was you were old coming maple on cereal. the carpet i wasn't like directly come but i would take my hand and i would just <gasps> so, you would wipe it yeah so when we sold the house you know eventually you that, get, your mom had to get the carpet replaced I don't know. I never found out the details, but I'm sure there was a moment where the realtor was like, look, we can't sell this home <laughs> with this room. This like they moved, house. they moved the bunk bed and it was just like, oh. I don't, maybe we have rats or I don't, maybe there's a raccoon. <laughs> well, taking, you shared a room. You had a bunk bed. I did for a while. With, with who? Dan or Sam? With Sam, who was six years younger. He would sleep on the top bunk. So he didn't know what was going on down there. I mean, I. The, <laughs> what if he was coming on the carpet too from the top bunk? Brothers, just, sh- just shooting, shooting shots. I mean, I, I, I remember masturbating while he was on the top bunk. <laughs> Very, my everything was the only thing moving was my hand, and yeah, I wonder and my if he lips. Knew. Huh? I wonder if he knew. I don't know. I mean, he probably just thought it was an earthquake. I told him. <laughs> In Florida, really? Tidal wave. Who's driving the plane? <laughs> Maybe you can't call back to something that no one knows about. Sam will know. That's true. Wow, that's wild to yeah. me. Yeah, so my room was a little different, you know. I bet it smelled. My brother, my brother shared a room, and I just remember they always had this like musty smell coming from their room, mm-hmm. even like despite how clean my parents' like standards were, or how high my parents' standards were for cleanliness. I think it was like their bedding. I'm sure it was like cum too. Ugh, yeah. That's I mean, so gross. guys, you know, you end up smelling like a locker room. Sometimes I miss the smell of a locker room. That like dusty, musty, crusty. <laughs> I got, what was it? F- eight words for you. No, no four, four words. words for you. Dusty. Four, crusty, musty, dusty, dusty, dusty rusty. rusty. I got eight, which... And then you got eight words for me. Swag. Fuck me. Fuck you me. You can't even fuck talk me. swag. I don't want to talk swag. No, it goes four words when I think about you is crusty, musty, dusty, rusty. Eight words when I think about us is fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. All right. All right. Well, you got enough swag for both of us. Yeah, that's right. Hell ding, yeah. Ding. Please don't do that anymore. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Why do I always do the West Side sign when uh, I say gang? I don't know. You say I don't have swag and then you're throwing out West Side. What's next? The blood? <laughs> thing this thing remember that that might have been before your time no it's it's my time um the bloods didn't age out they're still here the bloods are still here but that there was a there was a show on hbo called gangbang in little rock that sounds like it was a weird show well i mean yeah it was a story of the bloods my boys (laughs) yeah okay please you can't keep doing gang gang Stop. I'll stop. Jesus. Just don't be mean. I'm not being mean. I yeah. just, it's sometimes, just, I, sometimes you 
the way you talk to me, you sound so ashamed. It's the same thing. I just don't want you to be ashamed of me. <laughs> well, then please. I'll stop. I'll stop. Shame, shame. <laughs> Christy does the most. It's not about me. It's about a listener here. And gang, gang. Okay, every... got it. Message received. <laughs> Rece- you are the one who's saying it now. <laughs> shit. Shit, shit. <laughs> I had a guy that I worked with. Um, and uh, when I used to work at the fishmonger store. When and you he was, were a fishmonger? That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Wait, wasn't it like a truck? No. So I would drive a lobster truck for a little while out of the Bronx. Um, that was trying, after I did real estate, everything fell apart. And I wanted to show my family that I could work hard. So I would drive, I took a job as a fish truck driver out of the Bronx and uh, wore like a button down. And next, you know, I, reek of like homeless people would run away from me Mm -hmm. i fucking stank Mm -hmm. so they moved me into the fishmonger store which was kind of a raise but then they gave me less money the only time i ever drove the fish truck i always rode passenger and we had to load the fish into the um basement of restaurants but why did you take the job if it was less money I'll explain. So I, well, we were taking, we would take the fish. It was a very hard drop. You would have to like throw all the fish into the van and you're like, your back is cramped. Like it was a fucking real blue collar job. And one day the driver, this African dude got, uh, like bird flu was big then. And he's throwing up out the window. He's like, you have to drive. You drive. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. So I'm driving with my head out the window. Anyhow, I was like, maybe I should just work, not drive the truck. So I took a job where what's closer to my house, being a fishmonger. So then that's where you cut the fish. I've never filleted a fish before. I had to like cut a crab head off like a fucking <laughs> snow. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. Um, I could weigh the fish. I could tell you how much a salmon weighs. One pound, if you cut salmon, it's four fingers. But whose fingers? Well, that, yeah. <laughs> your fingers? Huh? Your fingers? Well, my fat sausage fingers, it might be three and a half. But your fingers would probably be five fingers. Your fingers always remind me of carrots. Yeah, <laughs> baby like, carrots. Like if carrots got too long. <laughs> no, carrots are longer than my finger. <laughs> no, like you said baby, baby carrots. Ca- okay, yeah, baby carrots got too long. Teenager no, carrots. Mine are baby carrots. Yours are... Teenager teenager kid. like no or like sausage links i don't know you have funny like you have your fingers have the mar- the knuckle markings are funny for me i never unique. knew you were breaking down my <laughs> knuckle markings it's like an i old mean tree. if you really look at knuckles they're weird they're weird the little yeah wrinkles. it looks like a scrotum back yeah. of the elbow yeah so anyhow so as a fishmonger so then like if you go hey let me get what's cool is if you want to to be fast or like hey let me get three quarters of a pound of salmon so you're like oh three fingers and you cut it and you're like and you don't weigh it until the end and they're like whoa like that's the big thing the big reveal yeah so i worked with this guy who's from a a few different guys were from nepal and this guy's name his legal name on his license was diamond diamond amazing like gang gang (laughs) that's amazing and so on theme and so he was I would go to him, I go, why, how is your name Diamond Diamond? And he goes, well, he goes, I wanted to sound more American. (laughs) And I was like, what, are you watching MTV raps, like (laughs) Diamond Diamond? So 
he's like, I wanted to sound more American. I wanted to fit in and fly under the radar. And I was like, you couldn't be. There's no name more above the radar than fucking Diamond Diamond. Can you imagine being at an airport gate and this, like an announcer's like, can Diamond Diamond please go? Like oh. everyone's looking to see who fucking, whose name is Diamond Diamond. <laughs> yeah. The only thing is, is like, it's so absurd yeah. that it's believable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah if yeah. it was like machete, machete or like cocaine, cocaine. I would let that guy come God. through from Mexico because yeah. it's like no one's naming him and having cocaine. Yeah. He's not going to be a diamond, <laughs> diamond blood stealer. diamond stealer while named Diamond Diamond. So he would say, I remember he went to me one time. He goes, you know, when you hit a, in Nepal, when you hit a man with your car and you make him half dead, you want to reverse back over his body, making him full dead. Because if not, you have to pay medical bills your whole life. Yeah. But then what if you kill him? Well, that was the point. The point is you kill him so you don't have to pay. Yeah, but like but then you Nothing. go to jail. There's no there's no kill kill. And he said that's what that's what I Nepal. said to him. I go to him, I go. He goes to me, he goes, Yeah, like he said it to me like this that there wasn't I go, I, I believe that's murder. Yeah. He goes, No, it's not. I go, Okay, this is It's huh. Yeah. Involuntary manslaughter turned into manslaughter. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I mean it was weird. Yeah, they do it different over there. <laughs> but he was fun to work with. How many people are getting run over by cars in Nepal? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. A lot to Mount Everest. I think Mount Everest is there. Yeah. A lot of them, like well, a lot Mount of their Everest families are like every, a lot of places. What? <laughs> Isn't it like a Everest? Uh, what? <laughs> mountain, mountain. So anyhow, we worked together for a while. That was a fun job. But. uh yeah, now I can like weigh different things in my hand. You can? Yeah. How much do I weigh? Your vagina or your whole body? <laughs> Four fingers. <laughs> so, how much do you weigh? I'll never tell you that. 105? No, I wish. All right. Well, um, what should I call it? So, we have a mirror in our bedroom. We've never had a mirror sliding no we did well i did when we first met i had a mirror oh, in front yeah. of my bed you did and we yeah that was fun i don't know why i don't remember being as pronounced as this mirror are you kidding me it was literally directly in front of the mirror like in a foot away maybe this one being on the side and it was as big as the bed but it was at the it was at the bottom of the bed not it on. was at the bottom so mostly it was like if i was on top of you or if we were backwards you like yeah you couldn't Normally the positions we do no because you could see it from the side. I don't know the the, the positions we more point make. being is I don't remember being able to remember. see my own fine. body as much as I did last night. <laughs> How was that for you? It's not good. <laughs> I is that why you didn't care when I moved the bed today? <laughs> I, I wanted you to move the mirror. I wanted <laughs> I was gonna put the bed. I, we're putting a curtain over the mirror. <laughs> Dude, I was gonna put the bed in the living room. I was gonna break the glass. I don't know what I was gonna do. All I know is i don't like it it doesn't turn me on to see my body like crumpled like a salmon like just and i'm trying to get i'm trying to look at you you're so hot on top of me i think we both well we got pot we went out for dinner last night we both got pasta dishes and shared them so we both had little pasta bellies that's true and even i looked in the mirror and i was like oh i gotta suck in because not that you're like bitch sucking <laughs> but like i was so bloated and i was like i can't 
look in my i gotta redeem this for myself yeah we were carb loading yeah for it and i don't know like how i was positioned i just couldn't find a position so what i'm thinking is because it's a sliding door i'll open one of them so i'm just looking into into your closet (laughs) and then at the and i can still see you on the right side of the mirror (laughs) when i ride you yes so i'll look in the mirror and i'll just be a few raincoats and you'll be a human. Well, the problem's been solved because now we have to just... Now the way that the bed's positioned is like we have to be on like the f- most far left side of the bed and then... Yeah. yeah. Or I can look around you. I'll just see my head. Yeah. Poke, because I don't want to see me on top and then look back oh. and just see that. No, it would be so funny oh. for me to look up because because now the be- the mirror is like on the left side at the end of the bed so now i'm gonna if i'm ever looking up i'm watching me try to ride you and simultaneously feel sexual when i feel like a pig just like trying to get up off of a gr- the ground and then i have to also see your head peeking around <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> my body yeah like and then if you face, can't see my head you your know, horny face just <laughs> you ate too much pasta <laughs> Um, yeah, I, you know, some people like mirror sex. Some people put the mirror on the roof. I would be so scared the that the mirror would fall on me. Oh, uh, yeah. That's I, scary. I don't get how people are like, could do that. I would be, too, I would, I would sleep in fear. I guess they have enough money where they're not like just putting it in them. We'd have to put it in ourselves with like. We have it with, up with like command strips. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. And knowing us, we would like, it's like halfway falling. We're like, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's angled. Fine. It's angled in a good position. Oh, my God. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, our curtains are literally just fell off. <laughs> For the second time. Because you tried to put them in by yourself to surprise me. And I did yeah, surprise you. It's a, every I surprise day. surprise you. <laughs> yeah, every time. Yeah, every time they fall. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess we'll keep trying to mirror. I think lighting helps. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't like a shit ton of light in there, especially if I'm looking at my own reflection. It's, ugh. Yeah. It was ugly. Um, I didn't think it was. No, you look great. <laughs> oh, you mean I wasn't I meant ugly. you, but yeah. thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, this happened really funny when we were having sex. And we're like really into it. and Or I thought we were. And I, <laughs> no, I just realized what you're gonna talk about. Sorry, go ahead. And I, you're on top, and I put my arms up like this, like, yeah, enjoying it. And uh, behind your head, so you you're just, like, you point at my arm, and you go, like, you're like, uh, 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 and then you go, what is that? Which is like, I knew exactly what you were talking about, and I just go. Eczema. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe psoriasis. Yeah, you go. Eczema. Or maybe psoriasis. I also I pronounce it maybe with Maybe psoriasis. You maybe have psoriasis. And this is what we're finding, just now finding out. I was dead. We couldn't stop giggling. Oh, man. It oh. really killed the mood. <laughs> it was just such a like... Because it, it looks like it hurts. It looks like a welt like, yeah. that you peeled off or something. I'm and I was like, dying. oh my God, what is that? It's very Last of Us, whatever. It's some kind of flesh eating disease. Yeah. Turned you on. Now you gave it to me. That's probably what uh. I'm looking at in the mirror. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. It's not. 
it's not good. Whatever. It, I might be. I don't even want to say ringworm because that might be. The you most might disgusting. have gotten that from me. I've got ringworm from somebody before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if ringworm. Once you get it, you carry it because it did. I did have a little ringworm patch recently. Remember you had it on, on your my boob. on my boob. Yeah. I had it on my boob the last time a few years ago, and then maybe I gave you a ringworm. Man, man, man. That's so gross. I just got the ick from us. Yeah. Yeah, we're disgusting. Ew, that I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. That we shouldn't be talking about this. Let's forget about I, like the I come just on got the floor. An, Let's anxiety forget anxiety in my yeah. stomach from this subject. Okay, we're gonna switch the subject. Let's just everyone think that it was eczema. I think it is. I don't think I'm just some like a host of ringworm. I would hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. What is I don't even want to know what it is. Ringworm is like the thing like scabies. It's just like a word that like no one wants to talk about. Yeah, no. We could go to something non-sexual. Okay. Um, yeah, that was the couple least things. sexual sexual conversation. Yeah. Sexual, sexual. Um, couple things. Uh, one, we were driving today. We drove past this car that had a bunch of things spinning on it, like four different things spinning, and it, it, we didn't know what it was. And we Googled, you know, what is uh, Waymo? And I actually wrote it down because what you said to me, it was, uh, we're designing the Waymo driver, our autonomous technology to give people a new kind of freedom to go where they want, when they want, while making the frustrations and concerns with driving a thing of the past. Informed by unmatched experience and design with safety at its heart, the Waymo driver is our autonomous driving technology that never gets drunk, tired, distracted. Well, first of all, we saw this, and there's a little camera, I suppose. There's cameras posted all over the car, but unlike a Tesla, they're on the outside of the car, and they are le- they look almost like attachments. So there's one on basically like driver's side, passenger side in and the, the front. Roof. There's a huge one on the roof, and then there's one in the back that looks like a little cup spinning around and Andrew goes is that a coffee car <laughs> I <laughs> like wish a it was. mobile car or a car that has like coffee not a coffee truck a coffee car that'd be nice you thought it was something way more no cool. I didn't I didn't think it was making espresso I was just kidding but it would have been nice didn't you? I think it was kidding but the funny thing is is like it makes it sound like now that we're gonna make this car drive for you you're gonna be able to type up a uh, dissertation uh, you could do microsoft excel take a nap get you know just relax put your feet up maybe put a hammock in the back seat the amount i'd be freaking out to trust a car to drive and weave through people coming out especially in la you have fucking people dodging the car walking across the street like you have to parallel park all that shit i would be f- fucking losing my mind inside this car right and then i'm thinking about the car is going to end up cutting off another one of these autonomous cars and they're going to start fighting and they're going to be like i'll give you a virus no i'll give you a fucking virus and they're gonna the cars and then there's gonna be a guy in the other car and i'm gonna have to be like look i have no problem with you, it's the computers <laughs> fighting. That would be so funny. To, that'd be great to be able to blame your road rage on. It's it's not me, man. It's not me, <laughs> it's dude. It's my car. It's my car. And then he'll be like, well, your car is driving like an asshole. 
And I'll be like, well, that's how it's programmed. Yeah. It's not me. He goes, I, I got an asshole car, man. What am I? What, what do you want from what, me? What I guess. I guess he'll go, well, is it on aggressive mode? <laughs> and I'll be like, I'll, you're right. It's usually fine on aggressive mode. I'll put it on peaceful mode. And he's like, you better fucking put it on peaceful. You know, that's how I envision I mean, it's just like a Tesla. It's just less. It's not as aesthetically pleasing. Teslas are self-driving and more safe than like human. Mm-mm. Well, it depends. I just Googled that. There were 600 and something accidents over the last whatever many years. Yeah. And how many accidents are there in a day for that's a good point. Self-drivers. But how many more drivers are there? Fair. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe we should look up the statistics in L.A. because Teslas are so like Teslas are everywhere. Yeah, here. but not a lot of them are. They self-drive mostly on like the highway. Oh, okay. but there's been like 18 fatalities due to Tesla. But then they like go, oh, no, it's user error. Yeah, yeah, totally. Couldn't be us. I mean, it's always user error. But then I Googled. I go, you know, let's compare it to um, airplanes because airplanes fly all the time. Just with the computer system. And they're like, airplanes is way harder. I'm like, you have all that fucking sky. You <laughs> know what I you mean? How did you get in an accident? Huh? Yeah. How did you get in an accident? What did you hit? And there's somebody down on the ground look at, walk, tracking the planes for you. I mean, until you get to the airport, I get it. Like, hey, you might have a mix up there. But other than that, just finding the right altitude and shit, whatever. Like, I, and it was trying to make it planes seem harder than cars. I just, I don't see it. Anyhow, I mean, think of what the schooling you have to go through for airplanes versus cars, driving a car. Oh, yeah. I mean, the amount of people that drive cars that would actually, if they were pilots. Yeah. I mean, there should maybe be more extensive driving. There should be like, or driving, driving tests. No, not really. No, I think I so. Couldn't pass them. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. I failed my driver's <laughs> test. Sorry. <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> Wouldn't it be so awkward? Isn't Gang I, Gang from Theo Vaughn? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I. It's just something my friend Virginia and I just like started. I saying. think it is from that. Oh. I think he says it all the time. Oh. Maybe that's why I didn't want to say it on here. Anyway. Okay. Well, I wasn't referencing that. So. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, take that. It's my Theo. own thing. Um, what you call it? Um. Uh, yeah so yeah i don't know yeah the idea maybe do people should take long well you do have to have a permit slot like i give it up for parents well so many thoughts yeah adhd yeah adhd i i parents that ride with their 15 year old kid to let them get going my kid ain't my kid ain't driving no i'm hiring like a surrogate fucking passenger yeah passenger it's fucking wild i failed my first one i hit Hit the curb. Like, like literally the test was, we were five seconds in. I was so excited to get my license. Aww. You know, it's like the biggest day of your whole life. Yeah. So many exciting things happen when you're young. But 16, that's the fucking, you're waiting to get, because you want to drive to school. Yeah. You want everyone to see you pull up in the school. You're your own man now. I just remember how cool I would feel driving to school, listening to my like CDs. Yeah, but do you remember? Ta- so I take the driver's test, and within the first seven seconds, I I swear to God, this curb they did it on purpose. It really did j- jet out. Like it was a weird, and I fucking I didn't just hit it. I like went over it, <laughs> and then it got quiet in the car, you know. And I just looked at the guy, and I was like, "Keep going." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Just pull in here." 
Like literally, oh, like nine seconds in, he like we didn't even leave the building. He's just like pulling, pull right back in there. I was like, oh, quick test. Like even <laughs> in my mind, I was still like, it's not real, it's not happening. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. Did you cry? Oh, even faster. Did I'll you, drive to school. Did even you fa- cry? I remember because I was I lived far away from school, so I I was expecting to drive like forty minutes. Then my mom, or I think my mom, had to drive me to school. <gasps> oh. So for that forty minutes. That should have been me on the road in my new car or whatever. But didn't you have your permit? Your mom didn't let you drive still? That's a, Well, not after she saw what I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I could have used the Waymo. God damn it. Damn it. Waymo, Waymo. <laughs> you, you, you passed your test then, I guess? Uh, I failed my written test uh, the first time. Oh, for your permit. Yeah. No, for my license. Oh, okay. Um, so I had to take it again. I had to go back to schooling for it, I guess. Like, I had to do... I can't really remember. And then... But my driving test... <clears throat> I killed it. And it was... It was at nighttime. It was dark outside and it was pouring down rain. And I had to go on the highway. <clears throat> and um, I killed it. And the 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 guy who was like you know helping whatever doing my test with me was like what did he say i was he said i was a very um hot no like a very like uh attentive no like i don't know like an assertive driver oh i could see that (laughs) like aggressive almost yeah Yeah, but like in a good way Uh, okay (laughs) Like, I just, like, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I'm good at it. Yeah, I feel you. Like, he was like, you killed that. And I was like, hell yeah. I think he was just hitting on you. I was 16. 17. I was 17. Is that what the law is in Michigan? 17? I think so. The consent. Age of consent. Too young. Oh, I thought you were talking about driving. Oh. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were insinuating it. Is the age of consent 17? I think so. No, it's 16. It's 16. No matter what age? Age of consent, 16. And then at 17, you can have sex with somebody over 18. Like two 16-year-olds can consent, but technically it's illegal for two 15-year-olds to have sex, I guess. Or maybe I'm thinking of that. Yeah, I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's right. But regardless, I think for the state to be like, you're 16, you're good to get fucked. Like that's so like, so young. I shouldn't have had sex until like, 23 like yeah like when i really think about it i'm like oh i was not i should not have been it is weird to think about our age gap like because when you were 16 i was 32 no oh this is bad yeah like can you imagine numbers are not good us fucking (laughs) you were 31 (laughs) 16 that's like i met you off the internet and you were like come on girl oh boy (laughs) (laughs) Does that make you feel creepy? Yes. Well, you're creepy. (laughs) (laughs) I am a creep, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Fuck. (laughs) Let's get the questions. Okay. (laughs) 16 of them. Wait, that just went out. Uh, You know what? We'll just do this thing. This looks good. You don't want to turn it off and turn it back on? All right, I'll do it. Fuck it. You're right. I'm lazy sometimes for that. <clears throat> you never know what we might capture. 
don't know why it turns off noise. Yeah, I feel like you should look that up. I did. Mm. Trust me. <laughs> Got it. I like how you say that. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Questions. 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 Um, so, yeah. Brenna and I, we do this thing. We've been doing it now for two weeks. Yeah. Yep. That's our third week. Uh, we look up, there's 110 questions from the Oprah Winfrey uh, website, Oprah Daily. And <laughs> it's 110 questions to get to know your partner better and we have already learned a lot more about each other yeah than just the 11 or 12 questions we've done um yeah so we'll just get into it we figure the more we learn either we're gonna love each other more or despise each other so far more love i feel i agree <laughs> i feel like so we've, far, love we've been winning. in like a really good place lately yeah. Like when we first moved here, we were like really rough and like having a just both going through it. Yeah. And like lately it's been feeling really good the last like month. I agree. I think it's just moving's a bitch. <clears throat> That's why you got to do it with the right person. Doesn't help too that the weather has been the worst ever in L.A. in over 3000 years. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite school subject growing up? gym nice <laughs> i would say the same actually. yeah it was great i uh i made the record um <laughs> pull-up record at my elementary school the way you said that i got like a whole banner it's up in the gym at my elementary school now i know why english wasn't your favorite <laughs> that was my second favorite <laughs> i got record <laughs> i got my favorite class gym i got record pull up bah how many did you do? 17. Damn. And my parents got a pull-up bar and they installed it in between in my kitchen doorway growing up. And I, they would make me practice pull-ups because I was so good at it. Navy parents. Navy so parents. So you had to clean the fucking house and, and, then, and then pull-ups. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, I... It's crazy. I mean, um, 17... Usually with girls in class, they would just do how long you could... Hold for no way. Yeah, that was the girl version of pull-ups, which was like, really hard to do as well. I feel like that's harder. I mean, I don't know. This is that because your your shoulders come out of your sockets if you like are just no. You like there? you hold you hold oh, above it. You gotta like do the pull-up. So if you're lighter, if you're a woman and you're lighter, you can like hold longer. Uh, that's the theory, I guess. Rather than coming all the way down. I mean, seventeen for a girl's insane. For a guy, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, I was so tiny. I was very light, so it was easy for me to pull up my body weight. I think I was at a, an advantage there. But I also was like a super like fit kid because my parents always had us like running and stuff. Gym was absurd because you would sweat an insane amount <laughs> in and jeans. and in jeans and whatever, and then you don't. At least I don't remember showering after gym. So then. That whole next period, you are fucking disgusting. Ugh. You're just sweating everything. And then you have like, sometimes you'd put paper towels under your armpits. I never did that. Oh. Uh, well, I remember. Yeah, I think gym. I really enjoyed gym. I liked history. Oh, I hated that. 
You liked it? Yeah. You liked to learn about history? Mm-hmm. I, I was like very just, good at it. Yeah. I could memorize like a motherfucker. Mm. I'm like an auditory learner. I won't forget like dates once I like. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, so. I'm a visual learner. English was tougher because there was more, you know, you had to expound on things. History was just like, this happened then. This happened then. And I could write pretty mm-hmm. well like that and memorize. And I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, but yeah, Jim was definitely number one. Yeah. Okay. Um, was there an embarrassing fashion moment in your adolescence? We've kind of talked a little bit about when you used to have purple hair, but. Do you remember an outfit for like a big occasion that you just fucking... I remember an outfit on Facebook, actually. It was like when like Puma sneakers were really popular. And um, also there was like this weird phase. I don't know if this was just in my hometown, but like an owl necklace phase. Oh, wow. I had like... Like how big was this owl? It was like a really long chain and then it was an owl pendant that was probably like the size of like, you know, like a Chips Ahoy cookie. And uh, and it was like this maroon owl. And then I would wear it with like V-necks, skinny jeans and like Puma sneakers. So you would just have an, would it be outside the shirt or inside the shirt? Outside, outside the shirt. So a V-neck with an outside owl. Yeah, my, my mom has. Some wild photos. You're from a nut like small enough town too, where it's like that was only cool in your town. It was so cool. Like, why was that cool? That's the weirdest outfit in ever. I mean, I remember hemp necklaces, like when fish was big. Oh my god, there's literally a photo of me wearing my let's see it. My old necklace. Oh my god. And it's so creepy. Maybe we could maybe we'll it's post so it. Awkward. I mean, dude, my oh, the, the it kind of looks like a cop badge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're like, and who's this guy? Oh, that's your that's brother. brother. Look at your braces. Oh, and your my teeth eyebrows. are so big for braces too, <laughs> dude. That is. Wait, I have one more photo. It's so funny, I mean, and also the cardigan. Like, what was I doing? That's embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. What about you? What's like some some awkward thing growing up? Um, for prom, mm. my mom insisted that I wore a, a white coat instead of a black coat, and then I did that for my bar mitzvah too. And looking back, it was kind of cool, but I I felt insecure the whole time I was wearing it. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. It was I, a, it was a look. Um, I remember going through a lot of phases. Uh, real baggy jeans when I listen to Rage Against the Machine, uh, hemp necklace when I listen to Dave Matthews and Fish. Um, trying to think, a lot of really tight T-shirts at some point in my life, but that was closer to like eighteen when I was muscular. Do you remember that brand, uh, Volcom? Yeah, a surfing brand. Was it super popular where you were growing yeah, up? Yeah, pretty much. It, yeah, we had like this store. Um, and they sold like the Fox brand and Volcom. And I just remember thinking like my parents, <clears throat> we couldn't afford it. But I just remember like wanting that stuff so bad. Look at this. Look at this outfit. This is this is maybe my worst I mean, what documented is that? look. 
<laughs> all the way up to the hair like the deep side part with like the huge swoop bangs i looked accidentally emo but like the bottom half of that outfit does not match the top half like i had skater girl on bottom I mean, and then like ha- a floral top on floral yeah. top up above and the owl again and the fucking owl necklace like i thought that i was killing it i thought i was slaying slaying the game with that owl necklace far from it and then my mom was like super into drawing around like in my teenage years and she would go to these drawing classes and she just like was equally as into owls and like knew i loved owls and so she drew me and got like professionally framed (laughs) three different owls oh my god yeah they're still in the back of your car no i i gave them back to her i I was like i was like mom i can't i grew out of this well i remember she gave them to me for christmas like i was like thank you yeah and then i had them up in my first apart few apartments because it's it is sweet and sentimental and i just dropped them off to like stay there until i have a home to like put them in my own basement until we have enough room for them we don't have one thing on the wall here (laughs) just this yeah yeah we'd put them in actually we might actually get one here well i'll put the owl up i don't give a fuck yeah fuck yeah i um yeah, my dad loves owls. He's obsessed does with he? them. Does, I don't does know he what have it like is. a bunch of owl tr- trinkets? Everything. He calls himself Owl. His name's Al. Alan. <laughs> Dr. He Al. He kind of like has that owl look about him. Yeah, he'd love that. He'd love to hear that. <laughs> He's always on the prowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's great. No more of that. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Why do I always do that? I don't know. Um, What's your definition of... Oh, no. Was there an embarrassment? Okay, no. That was it. Uh, what's your definition of romance? Ooh. Uh, Mirror sex. <laughs> After eating ra- ravioli. <laughs> well, I think, like, um, it's different because, like, now, like, being in a, in a long... My initial like definition of romance is i don't know how i like feel loved is definitely through physical affection like butt smacks and like kisses like hugs Mm -hmm. and like just like physically acknowledging your partner but i recognize that you're the way that you show romance to me is like i don't know you are like super acts of service for me and like you really like so to me, I know that that's you being romantic to me. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. That's more about love language, but that's how I feel the romance in our relationship, if that makes sense. Um, so romance is doing things for other people, being selfless, essentially, no matter uh, what it is. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's kind of a hard question. Like, yeah. Cause, because romance is... What is the definition of romance? That's what I'm asking you. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know mine? Yeah, what's yours? Uh, Not long-winded answers. (laughs) Your definition of romance is chill. My definition of romance is just chill. Just chill. And ordering food faster. (laughs) (laughs) Compromise, maybe? A little bit, sure. Yeah, Um, that's kind of a lame question. Yeah, it's not really... It's it's pretty open ended. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, romance. I just I don't I don't feel you know when I, you get dressed up under candlelight 
and like soft music like the idea of like what romance is in my brain is all of that stuff of like really taking your girl out and finding a romantic dinner and sitting and i get that and but i I don't know but but we were never really like that so to me the idea of romance is maybe it's like when you're and i'm talking about when you're in a long-term relationship maybe it's going back to like the things you did and like the the interactions you had when you first started dating like when you were like when you're like so excited about a new person and you're trying to almost like impress them does that make Mm -hmm. sense like i don't know like it could change the massage like you know it can change but maybe like trying to get back to that and just like seeing your partner as looking at them as like this person who like you're still dating them yeah you know what i mean and like well, I think like we did something. We had our first uh, viral TikTok video and I was leaving the airport and I wanted a coffee. It was still like like 1230. We were going to go out to lunch. And I I was like, you know what? It'd be nice. Brenna decided to come and pick me up, which was very romantic and kind of you, especially with L.A. traffic. And I was like, let me get her a coffee, too, and surprise her. And I'm bringing the coffee out and i have two coffees in my hand while i'm trying to roll my bag and i get in the car and brenna's laughing as she's filming me and i realize she also got two coffees <laughs> and bought me a coffee That's so sweet and we caught that moment of exchanging coffees and it was like we didn't film it more than once it wasn't set up mm-hmm. it wasn't like one of these tiktok videos that is like you know planned it was one shot and we just I just threw it on TikTok, not thinking anything. And now it has like 500,000 views, 100,000 likes. And it, people are like, this is the this most is beautiful thing I've yeah. ever seen. Oh, coffee's my love yeah. language. And I guess it kind of makes me think like sometimes you forget, like, are we connected as much? And Well, I don't think that you're very like, um, you don't really like talk about like I feel I, and this is fine because I know this is just how you are. But I always say I love you more like I'm a more verbal. I'm a woman. Also, I, I'm a more verbal person than you are. Like you don't really talk about our love very much. But like, I don't know. This is like this has been especially recently. I just notice how much you want to be loved. Like it's really I don't know. Like the way that you ask the way that you ask for love is very different for me and i've i've definitely been more intent like trying to be more intentional about like how you feel loved if that makes (laughs) sense and like just you knowing like i'm thinking like i'm going out of my way for you because you go out of my your way for me all the time way more than i do and i'm more like verbal than you are and like maybe just like trying to reciprocate that because a lot of times the way somebody shows love is how they actually want to be loved if that makes sense yeah um like you telling me I look beautiful like really does make my day and you know things like that. I'll say one day. <laughs> I'll try. I'll keep <laughs> trying maybe. No, for sure. I um no, I think you know that's the beauty of a relationship when the person's attentive to the other one's needs. There and, was this yeah. And they adapt. I think it's hard to be in a relationship with someone if you feel like Sometimes you you feel like you might have to like spell it out like, no, this is exactly what I need from you. But that doesn't feel good either. 
And it doesn't feel like then if the person does it, it doesn't feel authentic or real. It feels like they're just placating. But over time, though, if they understand, like, and if they're open and they want you to love you more and have you feel love, you know, they will adapt to what you want or what you like. Yeah. And vice versa. I think just like genuinely asking yourself for long term partners, like, what can I do to make this person's day like easier or better? I think like you do that a lot for me. You do it for me, too. Yeah. I remember. um The old, your like last podcast that you did um listening to it and you telling the story it was when i w- first went to with you to florida and i met your mom and like um you told the story about basically me meeting her and like we just were hanging out with her and i think like that i gave her i did her nails and like you got very emotional about it and you said i just am realizing that that's what long-term relationships are about and just knowing somebody's always on your side like you're always going to be on my side and it's really that's very romantic unless you say gang gang <laughs> that's true and then but for the record i haven't said it since you told me not to and you've said it about four times now so that's how you the scale is even that's how you tricked me reverse uno uno B- uno bitch <laughs> all right this is a great pod um like and subscribe i'll be in chicago april 28th at 10 p.m at the io theater doing a headlining show and then i will be may 10th may 11th in florida at the orlando improv and the tampa improv come on out to a show and uh yeah anything else that's it have a good week see you everybody have a good weekend see you next time Gang, gang. No. <laughs> <laughs>